A few years back in J school, five fellas grabbed a brew and started to chat. Since then, we've taken different paths, but one thing remained. Still love talking smack. I'm your host, Tim Paul, joined by our BC bud, Ronan, Cool Rye, Dainty Kyle, and our producer, Brian Lee. So join us for a cheers. Welcome. This is Two Beers. Afternoon, pleasure to be here, gents. Good to see you all. Without further ado, into these delicious brews, let's dabble. This is two beers, time travel. Yeah, first up, we got to start, I guess, with time travel movies. A uh, lot of them, uh, obviously, throughout cinema. What are, what, uh, what are our favorites? What stand out to us? In all of cinema, oh my, what an undertaking. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw to uh, one that may be not so obvious. I'm going to say Donnie Darko. And uh, I'm going to say the whole, you know, for a movie that uh, ends where it began is great. And uh, sometimes I doubt all of your commitment to sparkle motion. I'll say that. So I'm going to say Donnie Darko. He's a superhero. It's weird. I love the bunny costume. And uh, he he saves the world. I hate that movie. (laughs) You hate Donnie Darko? Never got it. Never really got it. It takes a couple times. But like yeah. weird, Seth Rogen. That's uh, part of his his genesis is Donnie Darko. I don't remember him in that. He's what the did he bully. That? He's the bully, and he says some his like titular line is like, uh, "Didn't your dad like kill your mom or something?" And it's like such an out there line. <laughs> it's like so stupid. And he's like the high school bully. And it's just after uh, what was that show? That he was Freaks on. and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Right after Freaks and Geeks. There's an element of time travel in that movie. Yeah, the uh, the plane turbine, the engine, it actually like goes through a wormhole. So like at the beginning of the movie, there's a plane crash, but by the end, the same plane crash happens over again. There's like a time loop. Wow. That gained a big cult following that that film. It's, it seems like one of those ones that didn't maybe do so well at the box office, but then. Uh... It, it was in right at the right time where emo was really kicking off. Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal both played siblings in that too. Sounds like it made its way into Tim's uh, VHS collection. It did not. No, no. it uh, That one didn't make it there. Emo I, um, and dark sci-fi. And Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> the trifecta for his vault there, eh? Mm. Yeah. I'm a fan of none of those things, but uh, so um, it's kind of like a little indie indie film, not really well known. But um, Terminator Two is the thing that first comes to mind when I think of time travel. Not for um, the whole concept of time travel, but I really like uh, the one scene where Arnold shows up to a biker bar right after he's transported into whatever it is, 1992, and uh, buck naked, looking fantastic. Just uh, put in a good six month training camp to get to where he needs to be for the film. And uh, goes up to the, starts scanning the crowd, trying to find out who's the right size for him. And then goes up to the guy and comes up with that iconic line. I need your clothes, your boots and your motorcycle. (laughs) And he does get all three of those things from this man quite easily. But most importantly, he gets a nice pair of sunglasses, too. That's what time travel is all about, right? Going back in time and sizing people up. Oh, yeah. You know, I was uh, I was given the old uh, time travel movie list uh, 
little read through here and there's some pretty notable movies, but I think the one that comes, you know, that really pops out is hot tub time machine, just because that is probably the most plausible thing that would happen to any one of us. You know, the two beers cast, we just travel out to the Rockies to visit the big dog, hit up the resort, hit up the slopes. We're crushing Rona's in the hot tub. Next thing you know, go back in time. We have no sense of what we're going to do. The only thing we can think of is maybe I'm going to win this fight or maybe I'm going to get this girl. We don't actually do anything in the past, but then at the end, uh, Rob Corddry stays behind so that he can take control of Google and change it to Lugal and create Motley Lou. So I think, you know, I kind of resonate with that. You know, I'd probably do some of those things. I resonate with his character in that movie for sure. Yeah. Someone's got to take one for the team and uh, stay back and make us all rich in the future. So yeah. Glad you're taking that on, right? I like the idea of it, but I'd probably, you know, push you through the wormhole too. (laughs) You chicken out and push someone else back. Yeah. Fair enough. That does sound the most plausible for time travel. Most plausible, I would argue that uh, it's it's time travel in interstellar, you know, where, you know, you get close to a black hole. If you're moving at a high speed faster than anything else, apparently time moves slower. Isn't that the most plausible? Like, wouldn't you guys agree that? No, I agree that the most plausible would be getting into a hot tub with your homies and something short circuits and it sends you all back in time to a ski slope in the 80s. I think right. that is the most plausible. And we also don't do anything, which is pretty plausible yeah. as well. Yeah, especially, yeah, when the cast is us. I don't think either one of us are a handsome test pilot with a farm in Nebraska. Yeah, we're not in the Dust Bowl here. Land of the Lost, I think, was pretty good. It was a, it was a great, I like the TV show. I used to watch the TV show. It was like late 80s, early 90s. This, this, uh, this family gets in their caravan and gets transported back to the time of dinosaurs. And um, they, they, they're stuck there. And then they have an opportunity to leave. And then they end up staying because they've created a life there. Uh, that was a TV show. And then uh, Farrell redid it. And um, yeah, typical feral hijinks ensued, but I was a fan of the show, so. Now, one thing as a, as a male of the, of the human species that we often think about is, what would we do if we had a chance to go back and change something? And by change something, I mean punch somebody in the nose. And so for this, uh, for this little segment, I wanted to talk about going back in time to have a little scrap, a little fisticuffs with, uh, you know, could be someone in history. It could be someone in your own personal life. Um, I'm not talking about, oh, I'm going to, you know, you know, kill Joseph Stalin and prevent all these people from starving kind of thing. But just get in there and get a couple of shots in just just a fight, just a barroom fight. You're not changing history, but you get in a barroom fight for, for with somebody now. Uh, Big Rye, you've got a, you've probably got a, a bunch of people who you've got a, you know, a little bit of hatred for. Who, yeah, Vendettas. As the Ryan Knights know, we got a lot of enemies out there. Um, we so do. we've always got to be, uh, you know, looking over the old shoulder. And I was thinking a lot about this one, you know, who would I go back and take down? And there's a lot of uh, POSs back in the day. Um, but if you're going to go back in time, you got to know, you got to know that you're going to win the fight, you know? got to know that when you go back there, you don't want to get dusted up and then trapped wherever you get, wherever you are. So 
I watched this documentary uh, recently and uh, a lot of uh, telling tales came to light. And I want to go back in time to New York City, back in the Mia Farrow, Woody Allen days and give Woody the old Mortal Kombat uppercut in Central Park. Just bend down and just thrust through the bottom of this guy's chin, send the 80 pound frame up into the air, popping him out of his shoes. And then I take his shoes and I whip him into the lake. See you later, Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. Stealing one of my moves there, I see. It's a good move. Now, in this era, he doesn't have any bodyguards around him, Big Rod? You know, I was assessing that situation. Uh, there were a lot of bodyguards because he was going through the whole uh, trial scenario. But I think I, if I timed it right, you know, just drag that scrawny little frame of his into Central Park when the guards weren't looking, I think I could get a nice little shot in, knock him out, take his shoes, throw him in the lake. About you think you need your brothers to handle the security detail or you think you can just go solo? You know, it'd be nice to bring them, uh, bring them just in case, but I think I'll do this one solo. When it comes to getting into fights that, you know, I'd win, um, I mean, seeing how I bear the resemblance of Tyler Durden on my day-to-day -day life, uh, I would like to go back in time and fight Gandhi if I were to fight anybody. Whoa. Controversial. Very. <laughs> it would be an interesting fight. Why? You know? Because I would win. Like, what is he going to do? I mean, he's, you're right. He's not going to do anything. Point, he's guys. Not what is he going to do? I, I, I don't think he's going to fight back. Could have like some wiry, dulcet-like strength, though. He could. He could be could. one of those wiry, strong dudes. And he's definitely got you in the yeah. mental game, too. Uh, yeah, you mentioned, bro, we weren't going back to uh, fight Joseph Stalin and save a lot of lives. I didn't think we'd be going back to fight peacemakers. But um, if I were to go back, I'm going to have to tackle another Tim. And that would be Timothy Leary. I would have to go back to the early 60s um, to fight Timothy Leary, uh, basically uh, because of the book that I'm reading, How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan. And him being the front man for the LSD slash psychedelic movement really curtailed a lot of important research that was being done with psilocybin that was doing that was being done prior to the 60s so there were a lot of really um like analytical in-depth uh research practices by a lot of like like i guess like acclaimed scientists or verified scientists that um were doing real work with patients with psilocybin and patients were reporting um, having these, I guess, mystical experiences that resulted basically in like the dissolution of the superego, the ego, the unconscious. And they were reporting after doing LSD or psilocybin, they were reporting behaviorally throughout the rest of their life. They would actually uh, go through life with more gratitude, more empathy. So there was a lot of research being done in this field and it was um, had a lot of momentum in the 50s and then with um basically with the 60s and then coming out to the population timothy leary basically became this uh kind of he became the poster boy for lsd and took it in a whole different direction which actually curtailed all the research and set everything back for decades and that actually put down like 40 years of psilocybin research they didn't get it back to like 2006 so, um, yeah, I'd like to go back, smack him around a little bit. I think I could get him a quick four hit combo 
I think um, perhaps <laughs> while he's on a trip, which would really freak him out and maybe just steer him completely away from psilocybin altogether would be ideal. Um, but yeah, I think I could, uh, yeah, go back to the sixties, mess him up a bit, make sure he, uh, doesn't ruin all the psychedelic research for everyone. And then, uh, yeah, go have a beer in the sixties. You're going to turn on, tune in and drop kick Timothy Leary, I guess is what you're saying for all you Leary heads out there. There's a nice reference for you. We could have done without you promoting it, but yes, it was a nice reference. I'm going somewhere less, uh, like you bring in the research and stuff. I'm going pure emotion here. Okay. Going, going back in time to beat up Toby Maguire pre Spider-Man three, right, right before that movie, given a couple black eyes, maybe a tooth. If we're lucky, one of those slow-mo and just never liked Toby Maguire. Okay. First Spider-Man's good. But by the time the third one rolled around, man, that guy needed a beating. So pure emotion for me. Guy didn't even work out for that movie. That dance too, like man, he deserved a slap for that. I don't know. He looked kind of like a melted sausage a little bit in clothes. I think if I'm going back in time, I gotta I gotta do one for the for my fellow Irish people. Punch that son of a bitch Oliver Cromwell in the nose. So this guy was the grand protectorate, or I can't remember what his title was, but he took over after, uh, you know, the boys ended up beheading Charles I of England and the monarchy was finished there. And he ended up invading Ireland. And as a result of said invasion, over half a million Irish people got killed. And I'm not saying my, my little fisticuffs would prevent that. I mean, ideally it would, but I'm not saying it would, but it would have been nice to meet him at age 18 at a tavern after a few meads and just throw him across a table, give him a couple boots to the mouth and, you know, maybe on the back of the head. Yeah. Well, I don't know if glass bottles or, you know, all that, that popular back then, because they would have just been every single one of them would have been smashed every night, but yeah. Barrel crate to the back. Yeah. Maybe a big clay mug, whatever it was at the time fights. Man, this was good, boys. Yeah. Fellas came alive for this one. I, okay, I kind of want to take take another take on this. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. You no. don't get no I way. Get, we're going well, down on record as fighting Gandhi. I <laughs> know <laughs> yeah, that's. So we've talked about who we'd go back and fight. Now, what would we go back and change if we could alter some course of history or make some change, ideally for the better, but could be for the worse as well depending on what you'd like to do what we would be what would we like to change yeah so given how my answer was pretty bad going back in time to fight gandhi i thought it was kind of distasteful for many reasons um i'd like to make up for it with 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 this with this answer i'd like to go back in time and buy a bunch of bitcoin and invest in tesla using all my uh, dad's allowances and- uh, So your solution to going to fight back one of the leading revolutionaries is to completely selfishly invest in yourself and make yourself rich. Is that the redemption story that we're going with? A get rich quick scheme. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Take take all of my dad's allowances. And uh, you know, I, I do remember hearing about Bitcoin when it was just like a few cents. Perfect and in point. this redemption, you're using your dad's money as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else am I going to do? I was, you know. I'm not going to use my own money. <laughs> no. 
no it's uh it seems like a very smart idea i i thought that bry was gonna go back in time to fight himself to protect gandhi i really thought that's where he was coming <laughs> that would have been the noble thing to do that would have been no 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 clearly that's out the window yeah. well i thought i thought long and hard about this one you guys kind of scared me with the whole butterfly effect thing you know if you go back in time and change something you know something bad's probably going to happen so instead of going back in time to change something i'd probably just go back in time and take someone with me and strand them there so i'd probably go back to 1998 you know meet up with our old pal james woods you know 1998 in particular because we're going to let him make hercules i thought that was a great uh, animated film and so uh, we'll let that we'll let that be but then we'll take james woods back to the late Cretaceous period. And I'll walk this guy through the desert, walk him through the gorge, starve him, you know, not allow him to eat, drink, drink water, that kind of thing. So he's just weak. And then I'll put a nice four pound triple A prime rib necklace around this guy's neck. So you're bringing that, that with you as well. Yes. Yeah. And then I'll slather, slather some barbecue sauce on it and just push him out into the into the forest and uh, watch a couple of velociraptors go at him, you know? Just some generic barbecue sauce? Or are you going with like a nice craft uh, Louisiana-style barbecue I'm thinking, sauce? thinking uh, Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah, I'll spend a couple bucks and I'll get like some prime AAA cut ribeyes. I think I would go back. Uh, what popped to mind was uh, Saving Franz Ferdinand. Just going back and saving them and uh, kind of deterring or potentially or procrastinating perhaps World War One, um, just to see where that would lead. Maybe we could avoid world wars altogether. In the best case scenario, at the worst case scenario, he'd probably take me in. I'd be part of the royal family. I'd probably get a lot of riches for myself. Mm. Um, so there's a bit of self-interest mixed in with some altruism. So Interesting. I, uh, I think I would save, yeah, I'd save Mr. Ferdinand. Brian, Brian wants to switch his answer. He wants to go with Tim. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> to make sure Franz dies and Tim dies so he can get the riches. So he becomes the leader of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. So for my one, I'm listening to this uh, podcast recently by Adam McKay. He's the director who did uh, Step Brothers and The Big Short and I'm, sh- I'm sure a, n- a number of other funny films. And uh, he's doing this podcast on... Um, you know, uh, the NBA and politics in the 1980s. And one of the big things in there is um, in in 1986, the Boston Celtics took this guy, Len Bias, with their number two pick. Now, Len Bias was six foot eight, an incredible athlete and could have been, you know, maybe not the next Michael Jordan, but he could have been maybe competition to Michael Jordan for a couple of years. Shortly after he was drafted, he ended up going out for a night with the fellas, like a couple of days after being drafted, did too much blow and died. And because of uh, Len Bias dying, like the media went crazy and politics went crazy and drugs were vilified like never before. And this was the time of Reagan. So he took it upon himself. He kind of, um, you know, grabbed this and ran with it. And um, put into yeah, put in a series a number of different laws that would screw over you know racialized and poor people in the United States for years to come. So if I had the chance, I would go back in time and either a punch his drug dealer in the nose, 
or B, somehow convinced Len Bias that it wasn't a good idea to, you know, take the 15th or 16th line and, uh, you know, have him alive and have him be a competition to, to Michael Jordan, who's, you know, a bit of a dick because of how successful he was. And, um, and as a result, these Len Bias laws, which, you know, provided mandatory minimum prison terms of 20 years and a maximum of life sentence for, uh, you know, cocaine and crack, uh, maybe maybe those wouldn't have happened, but you know, uh, maybe maybe if Len Bias doesn't die, somebody else dies because crack was pretty bad at the time. So who knows? You you would go back in time and make sure that you know, hey hey Len, uh, I'll take a couple rails off off your hands. Uh, you know, don't want you don't want you to die, buddy. But if you, if you just you know start cutting the lines over this way, that'd be good. <laughs> Do the nope. Jonah Hill that thing, like, and get him to the Greek, where he just takes all of Russell, uh, what's his name, Russell, Russell Brand, name? Russell Brand's Russell drugs, Brand. and just starts doing them all and drinking on his finger, <laughs> <laughs> so he stays sober. I had no idea the question was what would you change. I have no social injustices that I have, uh, you know, that need correcting. I, I didn't know this was such a you know, altruistic sort of question here. You can you uh, can pick just get rich off of your dad's money as well. Yeah, you know what? I'd spend my dad's money and bet on the Super Bowl probably. <laughs> no, not my own. No, I, I think I'd go back and uh, I wouldn't kill Hitler because I don't think like that would prove anything. I think he'd still have devout worshippers, but I would just like do little things to embarrass him like tie his shoes together right before the big speech, you know, or put a thumbtack down, maybe get a couple piss filled water balloons, like, you know, just make him look like a complete joke. So, you know, everybody knows, you know, cause if you kill him, it's not going to last, but if you make him look like a fool, that's going to be permanent damage there. So I think I would just prank Hitler. Mm. So you want to make like an old timey kind of Charlie Chaplin type it film. Like a, a like Chaplin like, uh, black and white montage of me, yeah. The three Stooges, exactly, exactly. Take the a little Stooge. water gun and spray it on his pants so it looks like he's wet himself. That sort of stuff. Yeah, camera would cut to me and I'd just be like, "Whoopsies," you know, like that would be it. That's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, Ro. Like, if you can change those kind of flashpoint moments in history, how potentially different, like drug laws and yeah. stuff, could have been for and the sports world too like would have been upside down if you had a competitor somebody to hold their own to uh to rival mj in the, in that time yeah because i mean you you think of like before that period you have like magic and bird who are rivals to each other but jordan never really had like there's a lot of great players but there wasn't really anyone who really was on his level and then you know and since then you've had you know lebron but you would also had steph and you've had like different guys like that so there's always been a bit more balance since then exactly yeah lebron kind of kobe was still around when lebron was coming up and there was all these kind of yeah different um yeah different battles yeah. that you could have yeah just imagine gandhi had a couple shiners <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a wrap, guys. That was good. Nice. Thanks for listening to Two Beers Podcast. 